Uh, hey there, Casey. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, GE. How are you? Oh, uh, you know, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. So we've got the Bible thing today. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about Moses laying down the law and, and talking to God somehow and like, I don't know, rules and stuff like a bunch of bureaucratic, like red, white, and blue tape. <laughs> not red, white, and blue because this is Israel, not, not America. Oh, well, hold on. I thought this was about the founding of America here. No. I mean, Moses is a founding father of America. According to textbooks in Texas, yes, he is. So this is about the founding of America. No. This is, this is about, about the founding of the Israelite nation. Is this about Texas? Uh, not Texas. Is, is, is this about the Constitution? Mm, yes, but not the United States Constitution. Wait, no, that's the one that I meant. The, I mean, that's the only one that matters, that Constitution, the United <laughs> States. No. Wait, it's not? No. You're telling me I've been lied to? Look, just because you're wearing your America fuck yeah shirt doesn't mean that America is the only thing that matters. America. What is up, heathens? How are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right. Casey, how are you doing? I'm good. Hi, y'all. So today we are going over um, the Ten Commandments um, and and Mount Sinai and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a mundane day today, I guess, although we could tie this in with what? It's not mundane. It's not mundane. It sounds it sounds very much like don't do this, don't do that, don't fuck yourselves if you do this. Well, yeah, it kind of is, but it's interesting. This this time we're going to talk a lot about how God uses fear to control people, which I think is interesting. So, well, where do we start at first with our journey into the American Constitution? Well, so today we're going to start off with <laughs> I just answered you. <laughs> Uh, see see i mean (laughs) america fuck yeah (laughs) so today we're starting off in exodus chapter 19 and if you if you want some kind of timeline thing so back in genesis god made a covenant with abraham you remember where he said i'm going to give you all this land my covenant is going to be with your people and all that nonsense happened back in Genesis. That was 635 years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we knew that the slaves were in Egypt for 400 years, right? Or that the Israelites were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. So it's been 635 years since Abraham's covenant with God. Okay. Yeah. And most of that time was in slavery. Most of that Uh, time was in slavery. A lot of the time, you remember Abraham proving himself constantly. And Sarah not being able to have children and this and that and them not knowing if they were going to have a nation of people. Well, now they have a nation of people and it's time to for God to uh, basically solidify his covenant with Abraham's people. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's solidify the fuck out of this. (laughs) Well, now it's been three months since the Israelites left Egypt and they've been traveling around in the desert of Sinai. Okay, so it has not been the 40 years in the desert of Sinai yet. No. Oh, fuck. It's only been three months and they're this bitchy already? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God damn it. This is going to be a long walk. (laughs) 
So it's been three months and they get to Mount, they get to Mount Sinai. Oh, awesome. So yeah. we're here at Mount Sinai in the Sinai Desert eating our Sinai burgers. What, what is a Sinai burger? It's the burgers that they make at Mount Sinai gift shop. There's a gift shop at Mount Sinai? I would put a fucking gift shop there. You realize you would have like the corner market on gift shops shit. It, like, get all of your Mount Sinai t-shirts, shoes, sandals. Pot. P- pot? Weed. Yeah, possibly. Also, other uh, actual pots. I'm sure that they have Mount Sinai pots, and it's just like a little mountain with like a guy standing at the top with like two big-ass tablets. This is a really weird gift shop. It is. It's also very fictional. Look, go ahead. We're getting off track. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is what you do. Okay. You know, drive us off the road. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So they got to the mountain. Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, this is what you are to say to the house of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt. And now I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. So Moses goes back and summons the elders of the people, sits before them and tells them all everything that the Lord had told him to tell them. Uh, The people responded together, we will do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought their answer to the Lord and the Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then Moses told the Lord what the people had said. Because, of course, God needs an intermediary. Because I don't know if you remember in Dogma, (laughs) God talks and your head fucking explodes. So apparently Moses has the, like, God earphones on to where it doesn't blow his head off. I guess. I don't know. So uh, the Lord tells Moses to go to the people and consecrate them uh, to get... (laughs) Go consecrate your people. Just stand up on a high place and just spray it everywhere. All the consecration fluid. Don't ask where the fluid comes from. I won't. Um, So so he has two days to consecrate all the people, have them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day. Does does it sound like they're ready to ascend to the spaceship that's flying behind Haley's Comet at yeah, this point? Really, yeah, it's really weird. It does sound like that. And don't drink the Kool-Aid until the spaceship shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he says, on the third day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. And God tells Moses, put limits for the people around the mountain and tell them, be careful you do not go up the mountain or touch the foot of it. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. He shall, <laughs> he shall, hold on, wait for it. He shall surely be stoned or shot with arrows. Not a hand is to be laid on him. Whether man or animal, he shall not be permitted to live. Only when the ram's horn sounds a long blast, may they go up the mountain. Doesn't that seem like a bit of an overreaction? <laughs> Don't touch this mountain or I will fucking kill you. 
basically, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it with my hands. I'm going to think of creative fucking can, ways to do can it. Can you imagine selling that to the Jewish people? Like just, or the, the pre-Jewish people, like you're just like, okay, guys, listen. Okay. It's very important. Don't touch the mountain or God will fuck you up. Okay. Yeah. Just don't do it. Nobody's going to come and beat your ass, but he will sling arrows from his high place in the heavens. Uh, he will sling his arrows of mighty love and fuck you <laughs> in the face with them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It just seems like an extreme overreaction to me. So Moses goes down the mountain and tells people that. And they're all like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Um, They wash their clothes. And then he said to the people, prepare yourselves for the third day. Abstain from sexual relations. Oh, don't tell the people not to fuck. I mean, that is just going to rile them up. I mean, you get guys out there that are barbaric as these motherfuckers are. They can't do that kind of release. I'm just saying (laughs) it'll piss them off. Well, they're all fine with it. What? No, no. Yeah, they're all fine with it. Excuse me, Moses. You're saying I can't fuck right now? Yes. Oh, maybe you should try fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I saw this shirt advertisement on Facebook today, and it was "I suck at apologies, so go unfuck yourself" or whatever. And I sent that to my mom. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like something I need to send to Max Colby. <laughs> hey, your conversation with him wasn't, I mean, too bad. Well, no, he wants to come back on too, so. I know, it's super weird, right? Anyways, yeah, let's get back to Holt Moses telling people not to fuck for whatever goddamn reason. Okay, well, we're done with that. Everybody's fine. On the morning of the third day. Uh, you know, I disagree with that. <laughs> Everybody would not be fine. You know, there's one lone motherfucker out there that's like, listen, I, I know we all agreed that this was all right, but fuck, dude, this is this is insane. I am uh, really we're expecting all these people not to be fucking for three days. I think they can manage it. Oh, God. Three days again. I'm so tired of this fucking theme of three goddamn days. Look, don't question your God. You question your God and you fuck. Whoa, 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 hey, you question God and you fuck. I will stone you to death I, or yeah. he's going to fucking bolt your ass with his lightning dick you don't know (laughs) then you're gonna get real fucked (laughs) okay god damn it okay go ahead you you, would you rather get god fucked no i don't want to get god fucked with lightning dick i don't so so you're gonna abstain for three days i mean i'm not not. they are i mean they've already agreed to it they're fine with it i'm just saying i'd be in the crowd like i'm suspicious And again, three days after three days. I mean, yes. three days. It, fucking three days. You know, you said, you said that three times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For emphasis. 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 And at your next thing, you're going to tell me that there's some kind of 40-day thing here next. Well, not next, but we're getting to it. Oh, God damn it. What? Yes. Oh, fuck. But we're only going to get there if you quit. if you quit bitching about other people that never existed in the ancient past. Well, they did exist in the ancient past, but these particular people this not getting not laid happen. for three days. I, I, I mean, you're it. complaining. Just, you, are you complaining about these ancient people not getting laid for no, three I days? Compl- Nobody cares about this. Okay. <laughs> are we ready? We're ready. Okay. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain. And if... <laughs> <laughs> with a thick cloud a vape cloud <laughs> Moses and his <laughs> friends are like God we can't fuck might as well vape 
<laughs> you know, I can't get through five minutes of a podcast without face palming my microphone. <laughs> okay. There was a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled because they hadn't gotten laid. Um, then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled violently. The sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. Then Moses spoke and the voice of God answered him. You know, this whole thing kind of sounds like uh, sounds like a volcano. Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, with with um, God descending on a thick, dank cloud of vape sauce, I, I think that... <laughs> Vape sauce? <laughs> Whatever the fuck. <laughs> With him descending like that, it really does sound like Sinai just exploded in, in, a, in you know, in an eruption. It sounds volcanic. I mean, it's like, okay, he's descending on fire. There's black smoke everywhere covering the mountain. It seems like a volcanic eruption, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you think, do you think he, he spits fire, you know, in the version of rhymes? It's sick rhymes. You think he's descending down to serve up some <laughs> some rap babble battle? I don't, <laughs> rap, I don't. rap babble. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. The Lord descended to the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up, and the Lord said to him, "Go down." So he calls him to the top and then tells him to go back down, which seems like a really ridiculous fucking thing to do. Also, hateful as hell because Moses can hear him. Like standing down at the foot. So I don't get it, but whatever. It says, go down the mountain and warn the people so they do not force their way through to see the Lord. And many of them perish. Even the priests who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves or the Lord will break out against them. He, <laughs> he sounds, will break out against them. Yeah, I know. He sounds like a fucking diva. He sounds like if I don't have a white couch and only red M&Ms and bottled water, but it can only have labels on it that have the color blue. I mean, like, he sounds like a diva. Because he, he, God is a diva. You have to have things exactly perfect for him. It's like, listen, okay, if you don't bend down and 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 fear the fuck out of me the correct way, I will fuck your world up, motherfucker. Like, I mean, that's exactly, I mean, that's, that's God in a nutshell for the Old Testament. Well, yeah. So Moses tells God, the people cannot come up Mount Sinai because you yourself warned us. Put limits around the mountain and set it apart as holy. The Lord replied, go down and bring Aaron up with you. But for the priests and the people must not force their way through to come up to the Lord or he will break out against them. Again, we're repeating the same shit. So Moses went back down the fucking mountain and told the people. Right. Yep. So now we're getting to the Ten Commandments. You ready? Exodus chapter 20. Yay. Ten Commandments. <laughs> this, this is the foundation of America right here. Okay, people. This is not the foundation of America uh, right here. Okay, uh, hold people. On, but, but people have always said that, that Moses is a founding father and, and these things right here are, you know, the Constitution. No. This is not constitution stuff? No. Are we going to find out that like only two of those are actually against the law? Mm, we're going to find out, yes, that two, two, well, three, three of these are against the law, but two of them are very similar. 
Okay. Yeah. Let's let's figure this shit out, shall we, people? Okay. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Okay, this is definitely not part of the Constitution. I, uh, so far, it's 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 zero for ten here as far as being Constitution worthy because that right there is, you know, d- directly against the First um, amend- Amendment. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. The second commandment is my favorite commandment for anybody who's keeping track. Are we ready? Mm -hmm. It's a lot longer than people think. Okay. So you just let me finish. Okay. You shall not make yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them nor worship them for I, the Lord am your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Uh, Did God just talk about like uh, fucking over little kids for shit their parents did? Yes. So, and admits he's a jealous God. Yeah, he is a jealous God. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and Christians would actually, you know, state that proudly. About God, uh, about God being a jealous God. Why would God need to be a jealous God if there are no other gods? Our God is a jealous <laughs> God. He's a dick <laughs> from high above. Actually, he doesn't exist. I think the song uh, is awesome. No, no, it's definitely jealous and oh. that God's a dick. Okay. Um, at least that's how I remember it. So this first one right here would be told, these first two. Yeah would be totally against the Constitution and everything that America was built on because, I mean, last time I checked, you punish people for the bad shit that they did. You don't punish the bad the people and their children and any descendants that those people might have. Yeah. And we also let a whole lot of other religions practice here in the United States because of the First Amendment. Right. Okay, so this totally contradicts any fucking thing anybody would tell you uh, that the Ten Commandments are tied to the U.S. Constitution or the founding of America. Yes. All right. I'm glad we it, got in that. In only the First Amendment. You only need the First Amendment for this. You don't even need any other. You don't need the Constitution. Mm. You, I mean, like, you don't need the Constitution as a whole. You just need the First Amendment and the Bill of Rights. Right. So far. You ready? Yeah. Number three. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. For the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Oh, like saying God damn and mm-hmm. fuck God. Yeah. Or like one of my favorite things. Uh, what do I say? Jesus fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bad too. Oh, shit. Right? It seems like we're going to get fucked in hell, huh? Well, so is Xander and his his kids and, and their kids and, and those and all, those people's all, kids. Yeah. For, yeah. for how many generations? Like... It says three or four. Three or four. To the third and fourth generations. So if you have anybody in, in your past that has been an atheist and you are a Christian, God will punish you for their misdeeds against him. Yes. Mm-hmm. All, all, all you, you know, revert or, or saved Christians beware. Yes. But it also says of generations of those who hate me. I don't hate God. God doesn't exist. So like, well, as far as I'm concerned, God doesn't exist. So it's not, I'm not mad at God. Well, and like, you know, uh, honestly, the uh, Muslims, I mean, they love God. 
Jews love God, which obviously this is their book right now. Uh, so, you know, it, it kind of, it's weird kind of how you uh, define hating God. Because yeah. if hating God is just not believing in him or not adhering to his word, that would apply to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he means. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number four, because now we're misused. You no, can't take the, take the Lord's name in vain, which is the short but, version. Uh, yeah. So so basically what we've covered are the first two are thought crimes. And then this one's, um, uh, you know, is totally against free speech. So yes. again, these first three are an assault on the first amendment to uh, the Constitution. Yes. Number four. This one's a long one too. You ready? Mm-hmm. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Okay. Well, I mean, that's definitely not part of the Constitution either. So we're zero for 10 so far. Yep. Number five, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. See, I really disagree with this commandment right here like because there are a lot of parents out there that should not be honored in any kind of (laughs) constructive way at all like there are shitty fucking parents out there and these are christians that i'm talking about too yeah like i mean there's there's women out there that try to force their kids to gain bible knowledge through osmosis so they shove fucking the the pages of the bible down their esophagus and shit (laughs) like I've never heard of that happening, but I would not put it past someone. Well, no, yeah. The, there's a woman who, who shoved um, Bible pages down her daughter's throat, like a small daughter, and then like stomped on her chest. What? Yes. Did she kill her? I believe so. Oh, God, I hate people. And, and then you have other the other people that beat the shit out of their kids because they, they don't memorize Bible verses or something like that. So You I have mean, the gay conversion therapy places yeah. that are all totally Jesus-y. Right. I mean, there's just several examples of how this is not a practical commandment. Faith healing parents. Yeah. Who shouldn't be parents at all because no. they let their kids die. Of simple shit, like, you know, diabetes. Not, like that's not even even simpler shit than that. Like shit that can be cleared up with fucking antibiotics. Yeah, the anti-vax parents. Okay. So, yeah, this also is not in the Constitution. No, it's not in the Constitution. Here's the first one. You ready? Yeah. Not in the Constitution, but it is a law. Right. You shall not murder. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's been around since before the Code of Hammurabi. Uh, which is a um, want to say that's Sumerian? Mm. Um, maybe uh, either way, uh, civilization long before the Israelites. I mean, that's that's a pretty common one. If you if you want to build any kind of civilization, that the whole idea of not killing your neighbor, you know, is is key to building a civilization. You can't just let people go around killing other people, right? You know, so I mean, that's basic civilization. Building. We're not savages. No. <laughs> Although sometimes I feel like people are savages. All right, next one. 
you shall not commit adultery, which is interesting because a lot of Christians do this. A lot, a lot, a lot. Well, yeah, they do. But also this isn't against the law. No, it isn't. It's very interesting because, um, it, well, it, it kind of it kind of was at one time. This would have been part of the whole, uh, I think they're called blue laws, which are like kind of like sexual um, conduct laws or something like that. Not mm-hmm. like, you know, don't fuck little kids. Obviously, that's not going to be on God's top 10 list. Oh, no, that's <laughs> not going to be on God's top 10 list because that's what they do. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like we had laws where, you know, if if you uh, commit adultery, you know, you're, you suffer significant loss. You know, what's interesting in the state of Alabama, there's a law that's actually still on the books. And so, you know, the Constitution of Alabama and a lot of other states do this. They don't get rid of old laws. They simply write new ones. So old laws aren't necessarily enforced. Okay. Mm -hmm. But there is a law in Alabama that uh, you're not allowed to own um, dildos or vibrators. (laughs) (laughs) And I know this, I know this because, and this is probably going to make some people laugh. When my mother moved here from California, (laughs) when my mother moved here from California, her friends threw her a going away party and someone found out that it was illegal in Alabama to own these types of sex toys. Um, and so they all bought her phallic shaped sex toys for her going away party. <laughs> like when you get into Alabama, do they search your things? Cause you might want to toss that shit off before you get there. Well, you know, what's interesting is we have sex shops here. So yeah. like you can go and you can buy it's, it's not like, like I said, it's not one of those things that's enforceable anymore, but it is a law that is still on the books in Alabama. <laughs> can, can you just imagine that you get into Alabama and it's just like, all right, empty your luggage and you empty and it's like, sir, what is a drill dough? <laughs> Why do you need this drill dough, sir? This is against the law. I'm going to have to take you in. <laughs> what are you in for? I had a drill dough in my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn, son. (laughs) Are we ready to move on to the next commandment? Yes. Uh, You shall not steal. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's against the law. I mean, that's not part of, like, the Constitution or anything like that. Right. I mean, I mean, the, those are basic laws that everybody has. Right. Stealing also was against the law well, well before yeah, Christianity exactly. I mean, or I mean Judaism. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basic civilization things. I mean, you know, in order for a group of people to live together, you have to have these very basic set, sets of things. But it's odd. It's odd that these two things didn't come until like what? Six and eight. Six and eight. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, number nine. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor, so don't uh, lie. Yeah, I mean, and the uh, like that's kind of a nuanced position, though, as far as like you know societies, or at least our society goes. Because, I mean, general lying to people, I mean, that's not against the law. But I mean, like perjury. On, yeah, if you get on stand in, mm-hmm. in like a court of law, I mean, I mean, you can't. You're not supposed to lie. If you get caught lying, you know, you get punished for it. So. Right. Uh, I mean that that's that's against the law, but I mean like general lying isn't against the law. Although the whole lying thing is is a part of another bit of like thought control and shit like that. Yeah. All right, number ten, and I like this one too. Don't fuck little kids. <laughs> no. I'm looking at you, Catholics. 
That's number 10. I don't care what the Bible says. This is number 10. Let, let's get a decent one up there in the first top 10, okay? Catholics and Roy Moore. Uh, well, every <laughs> Christian, okay? Just every Christian out there. Okay. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant or his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I like how how people and especially women are coupled it with with ox and house <laughs> like how like in the tent like everybody and, praises the ten commandments but it's like it, women are fucking property in that mm-hmm. are you seriously gonna stand behind that yeah with the to the equivalence of his ox ox or donkey right mm-hmm. it, it, it's ridiculous also Still keep in mind, this is God's top 10. Don't rape people. Don't rape kids. Don't do all this other bad shit. Don't steal from the church. None of that's up there. Well, the, the don't steal Don't parts. steal. So that would count. Well, yeah. So, okay. But still, don't rape. Like, any kinds of rules against, um, you know, child abuse. Like, abuse isn't in here. Like, don't beat the shit out of... Oh, you can totally abuse your wife. Yeah, or your husband. I I don't want to be sexist. Well, well you know, I mean, I mean, punching your wife's a lot like punching the wall in the house, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just according saying to the tenth commandment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, those are the ten commandments. The people saw the thunder and the lightning and heard the trumpet, saw the mountain and smoke. They trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, "Speak, uh, speak to us yourself, and we will listen." but do not have God speak to us or we will die. So they're too scared to even have this crazy asshole uh, speak to them. Well, yeah, because again, the, the dogma scene where the guy's head explodes because God spoke. Yeah, they're terrified. Because our heads are going to explode. I mean, I would be terrified too if, my, if I knew my head would explode. <laughs> so... Moses said to the people, do not be afraid because this shit's not scary at all. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. So rule through fear, which in, in, in my experience, like, I mean, I'm not a parent, but you know, John's kid is here. I sort of co-parent with him a little bit. And, um, in, in my experience, like fear doesn't really work with disciplining children that just doesn't seem and not that these people are all children but as far as getting people to behave in a manner that is acceptable to you fear doesn't really seem to be useful yeah we're all god's children honey no no not really (laughs) not according to this fucking book uh so that's the end of that section. We're still in Exodus chapter 20 for just a minute here. Um, the people remained at a distance. Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. You mean his dank vape cloud? His, da- his vape sauce. Vape, vape sauce vape cloud. Sauce, hashtag vape sauce. Uh, then the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites this. You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make for yourself gods of silver or gods of gold. Uh, Okay. Um, Make an altar of earth for me to sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Wherever I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stones for me, 
do not build it with dressed stones for you will defile it if you use a tool on it and do not go up to my altar on steps lest your nakedness be exposed on it. So wait, wait, did he just say, don't you dare step up to my, to my thing without your thing being out? (laughs) No, you must present the dick in order for me to give you counsel. No, what he said was you can't go up to his altar on steps So if we take this literally like God has a serious problem with stairs, kind of like Donald Trump. (laughs) Just imagine Peter Griffin forgetting how to walk downstairs and just sort of throwing (laughs) himself downstairs. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently God has a serious issue with stairs. Also, people build churches wrong. Like dressed stones mean like polished, polished stones or stones that have been tooled in any way. So basically you're only supposed to make altars to God with raw earth material right so shit bricks <laughs> you can <laughs> that's no. raw earth and material honey no i mean you can use stones but like you have to go and get like chunks of limestones or whatever like you have to get stones that are how they are and place them you can't use tools on them to shape them or you know make them stackable or whatever you have to use just raw earth material right yeah. So people build churches wrong. Have you seen Joe Austin's church? <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker's got stairs every goddamn where. Well, stairs, and I'm pretty sure they dress those stones. Oh, yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. they do. They dress them like pretty princesses. <laughs> oh don't, you, don't you dare dress that stone like that, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So from this point, where we are, we're at end of Exodus chapter 20, we're going to skip forward and I'm going to explain why we're going to skip forward in the book to Exodus, the middle of Exodus chapter 23. At this point in Exodus, they go through the list of many, many, many laws, um, which God sets forth for his people to follow. The nation of Israel has to be a theocracy under the direct rule of God. Uh, There's a lot, there's a lot of laws here. But what this book does, the book that we're going through, the Daily Bible, is they categorize these and we'll go through them a little bit later. Well, yeah. And I'll tell you why Mm -hmm. they categorize them. Uh, And this is an apologetics thing. They will lump the different laws and everything like that. Uh, Not only in here in Exodus, but also in Leviticus and shit. Mm -hmm. They they lump them into three different types. That's uh, cultural, ceremonial and moral. So I don't know if that's how they do it or not, but I do know that that the apology or the apologist part of it is about, you know, those three things, because like the moral laws are obviously still still apply in the New Testament. But the cultural and the and the ceremonial laws don't necessarily carry over like those are overwritten. Well, this one breaks it down even further. Okay, so it does. It has like special laws, instructions for conquest, laws of the Sabbath, laws regarding blasphemy, laws requiring dedications. And what they do is they lump all the laws into these topics. So laws requiring tithing. Um, laws against false spiritualists. And they go through Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, Exodus, uh, and they take them and they categorize them. So we are going to go through them, but we're just going to do it here in in a few few weeks when we get to that in the book. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to skip forward a little bit. But don't worry, we're not actually skipping content. So 
Exodus 23, 20 through 22 is where we are. Uh, See, I am sending you an angel ahead to guard you along the way and bring you to the place I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion. Basically, you fuck up once, one strike, your ass is out. Right? Well, obviously, that's always been his general rule. (laughs) If you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Jebusites? Holy fuck. We haven't heard about the Jebusites in a while, yeah? Uh I will wipe them out. Do not bow down before their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. So basically persecute anybody who doesn't think like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lest you be persecuted. Um, Worship the God, (laughs) worship the Lord, your God and his blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. Obviously. So the Israelites, <laughs> Jews have never been sick ever. A Jew has never miscarried or ever been barren. I, I would venture that they have indeed been barren. <laughs> or been sick once or, in their or life. Been, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, anybody that believes that if you follow God's commandments completely, that you will never get sick is just you can't help those people. No. I mean, you can say, Hey, that's wrong. But Here's I how mean, germ theory works. <laughs> if, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, honestly, it's not some magical, you know, personal shield that you have. Right. Against basic sickness and shit. <laughs> right. I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion. Every nation you encounter, I will make all your enemies turn their backs and run. I will send the hornet ahead of you to drive the Hivites, Canaanites, and Hittites out of your way. But I will not drive them out in a single year because all the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. So like he can't do it all at one time because they couldn't man all the land. Mm -hmm. Because God is all powerful and, and shit. Of course he is, honey. He's, Why are you even questioning this? He's going to do this over time. Uh, yeah. It, For it's, them. Yeah. It, it's it's very odd how he can create the entire universe, but this he's got to take baby steps with. Well, yeah. And couldn't he prevent all the wild animals from taking over and becoming too numerous for them to handle? I mean, well, yeah, he's driving would, out all the people. I mean, you would think so, but I mean, come on, you're giving him way too much credit here. Okay. I will establish your borders from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert to the river. I will hand over to you the people who live in the land and you will drive them out before you. Do not make a covenant with them or with their gods. Do not let them live in your land or they will cause you to sin against me because the worship of their gods will certainly be a snare to you. So this is the first instruction on how to set up an echo chamber. True. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. You can't let people who think differently than you live with you or around you or be anywhere near you. You have to. Hey, this is like what SJWs do. <laughs> good, good callback there, baby. Yeah, this is SJW shit for sure. It, 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 yeah, it, it's thought control. It's. I mean, it's everything of a cult. I mean, that's. Yeah. This is exactly what a cult is. I mean, you know, you can't have any kind of outside. 
uh, influence or contact or anything like that. I right. mean, it's, it's, it's basic, um, cult behavior. Yes. Um, and, and I mean, that's how all the major religions started out. I mm-hmm. mean, if you just, a, a recent example, Scientology. Yes. Um, I mean, that was a cult and then we recognized it as a official religion. And I mean, that's where, where we kind of fucked up with it, but you know, we shouldn't have ever done that because I mean, it's a cult. Well, to be fair, it's it's no different than well not it's not it's it's not that it's no different than Christianity or Islam or Judaism or Hinduism or any of them. It's just they obviously have different belief structures in what they do, but the general premise is no different. Like the general, the general idea of this is a community of people and they give their money to benefit the church of what they're in and they practice things and have ceremonies and rituals. They're no different than any other religion. Well, I mean, I, I maintain that all religions are cults. It's just that the difference between the cult and a religion is that a religion is societally accepted. Well, I mean, there is that that difference but i think that there's an underlying thing with it that that delineates them because um you know with a cult it's it's very in-group minded mm-hmm. uh and and religions i guess for the most part in order to interact within society i mean they they don't have that necessarily like you know obviously in the bible it's very cult minded because you know they tell you like oh Later on in, in, in the Old Testament, we'll see where they say, you know, if if somebody comes to you, it's like, oh, hey, let's go serve other gods. You kill that motherfucker. Right. You know, it, it's all very in-group minded. But like in in reality now, for as far as religions go, I mean, <clears throat> at least in modern, I guess, times, you don't have like religions being like, oh, you don't associate with these people that are outside of our religion like you don't associate with them at all there are some groups there are some groups in christianity there's a lot well there's a lot that are cult-minded that that say you know don't interact with people you know if you know you got to cut off these people like for instance mormons are like that Mm -hmm. jws are like that there are some fundamental Baptist, uh, uh, Southern Baptist people that are like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as far as what now, I mean, that's kind of what separates them from me for as as far as classifying them as a religion versus a cult. You know, because like, and this it factors into what you said though of you know them being societally accepted. Mm-hmm. Like right now, the the cult minded versions of Christianity aren't culturally or societally accepted. I disagree. Mormonism is fully culturally accepted. Um, while a lot of other Christians wouldn't consider Mormons to be Christian, a lot of of um, evangelical Christian, Protestant Christian kind of people don't think Catholics are Christian. Well, the Protestants, I don't know where the fuck they think they came from, (laughs) but (laughs) sort of, they all started out that in that, in the Catholic church. Um, But it's just interesting. It's interesting because I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that way. I feel like they all have cultish behavior. There are varying degrees. Yes. But like even in Catholicism, which is generally accepted as you know, an extremely large religion worldwide. When it comes to the upper leadership, the upper echelons of Catholicism, 
They are very secretive. They are very private. They hold on to information. They hold on to wealth. They, it's, it's very interesting. Like, I don't know. I just, I think that all religions have these cultish tendencies and I, I feel like they're all cults. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I stand corrected on that. I just, I feel like, I guess one of the points of delineation is, is a very rigid, like in-group kind of mentality. I get what you're saying. I just think there are varying degrees. And I think the ones you've listed are more extreme. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like even ones that are less so, you still have some of that in a lot of people. They like to stay. They stay within their group. I have an aunt and uncle and their four kids that are they live in an area that almost everybody's Catholic. They send their kids to Catholic school. They do all the activities they do have to do with you know, Catholic organizations running them and they live in their little bubble and they don't go out of it. And other people outside of that bubble make them extremely uncomfortable. That seems cultish to me. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe it's on a smaller scale. Like it's not, it's not Catholicism as a whole. Everybody is a cult, like what you would generally consider a cult, but there are cultish tendencies to it. Right. Just varying degrees. Mm-hmm. I agree. Then the elders were summoned to worship. We're getting ready to start uh, Exodus chapter 24. Then he said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and the 70 elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near and the people may not come up with him. So when Moses went and told the people all of the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice. Everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning, built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Of course he did. Yeah. (laughs) Stones that hadn't been touched with a tool because that would be against God and he would strip Moses naked and make him fuck a donkey or something. (laughs) Can you imagine this? Like, (laughs) no, 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 Jedediah, you cannot touch this stone. For God said, no tool may touch this stone. (laughs) And you, Jedediah, are a tool. (laughs) Go fuck with the donkeys. (laughs) So then he sent young Israelite men and they offered him burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls and the other half he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, we will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the rest of the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with these words. Wouldn't this be fucking scary? Like if you came up on this and saw an altar with dead animals covered in blood and some dude dipping his hand in blood and spraying it all over these people, then all these people are covered in blood. This is fucked up. You know, this would make like Catholic services very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, they spray the whole they spray the holy water with the pot, you know, like the pine thing. They spray the holy water. That's like what he did with 
blood because well, blood yeah. God. Can, can you just imagine? Because I mean, it's not like Moses can like stand on one rock and like fling blood out at everybody right? because there are hundreds of thousands of these fucks. Right. Right. So basically Moses had to go through and be like, have you been sprayed with blood yet? May God's peace be upon you. And it's like, you, like, I mean, that would cut, that would need a lot of blood, but also it is fucking crazy. It's like, Oh wait, what are we doing now? Are we sprinkling blood on the altar to please this non blood God? Oh wait, no, sorry. Blood God. It's a, it's a totes of blood God. Who's a jealous God and will fuck you up if you don't right. listen to everything he says. If, if, you, if you don't bend over and spread trowel. Or spread your cheeks, drop, whatever. Drop, drop trowel and and spread your cheeks. <laughs> I got, I, I got. So he can spray up. blood on you. <laughs> so he can spray fucking blood on you. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is pretty fucking scary. This is really strange, and I think if anyone saw this happen today, they would be like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Somebody call the police. <laughs> like this, this would not be okay. This would not be normal. Also, blood is a biohazard. Do you know? That they mix all this fucking blood together and then sprayed all these fucking people with it and then wonder why they got mad cow disease. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It seems like the very beginning of a zombie movie. It definitely does, which uh, technically it is. It's insane. This, this right here, insane. Exodus chapter 24, verses five through eight. Insane. Okay. So we're moving forward. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, sorry, and the, <laughs> and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear as the sky itself. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. Right? So Moses and Aaron, these two guys and 70 of the elders of Israel had dinner with God while the people down below were covered in blood. well i want everybody to comment as as the thing to comment on is what do you think they talked about at dinner with god (laughs) hey god you know we actually covered those fucks with blood down there (laughs) pass me that wine it was fucking hilarious Uh, So the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay here. And I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commands I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua, his aide, And Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. So Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it and the glory of God settled on Mount Sinai. For six days, the cloud covered the mountain. And on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered into the cloud as he went up the mountain and stayed on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, fucking of course, 40 days and 40 nights. Why the fuck would he not do 40 days and 40 nights? Well, so do you know why he went up on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights? Because literary things, because <laughs> he has to allude back to Noah and all this. And it's a, it's also, uh, you know, when Jesus does it, it alludes back to, to Noah and Moses. Well, yeah. So I don't mean, I don't mean why they used 40. I just mean why he went up the mountain for an extended period of time. 
Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know why. Well, so he was communing <laughs> with God and God was giving him lengthy instructions for the design and construction of the tabernacle, place of worships uh, or places of worship, um, meeting yeah. tents, holidays, how to set up the society, all the rules, all the rules for everything. God was giving him everything during that time. You know, <laughs> he can call it communing with God, but we all know that he's just making a very dense vape cloud up there. <laughs> well, so we'll get into it next time, but it's interesting because God gives him the exact dimensions of the tabernacle, how tall the walls should be, how how big it should be, um, that who is allowed to enter it. Like it's it's crazy. All of the blue, it's basically the blueprints for the Israelite nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to go over those next time. Mm, well, that sounds very bureaucratic. Yeah, there's even a rule about a lampstand. A lampstand? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like super important. It's it's so important that there are more verses about a lampstand than there were about um, Abraham dying. You know, <clears throat> there are more verses about uh, spraying people with blood to please God <laughs> than there is about how you shouldn't rape little kids. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to talk about the tabernacle, um, the veil in the holy places, the outer court, burnt offerings, garments, the types of oils you're allowed to use, um, priest ordination, uh, sin offerings, burnt offerings, rams, continuous burnt offerings, Weak activities, altar of incense, census, bronze shit, anointing oils, incense, workmen. I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have all kinds of shit uh, over the next couple of times that are the details that Moses gets while he's up on the mountain for forty days and forty nights. Well, you know, I can only hope that they're good. Like it, it's it's good information. Otherwise, I'm just gonna lose my fucking mind. Are you? No, not really. It just <laughs> it it feel it feels like that level of drama is needed for the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he we did get a, a look at how diva-ish this asshole is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, heathens, uh, we really appreciate you joining us today. I hope you will join us next week when we talk about how important li- li- lampstands are. Mm-hmm. Because that's obviously very important. You got to feng shui your shit up or else God will <laughs> not be pleased. Um, so join us then. If you want to support the podcast here, please head on over to patreon.com, uh, Godless Engineer. Uh, you, can support us, uh, uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar. And we hope that uh, you do. You get some pretty nice perks right now, like, uh, you know, access to a private Patreon group, as well as, uh, you know, being being a, a heathen officially, I guess. Yeah, and we've got hangout perks and some other things. Yeah. So, yeah. Hangouts that Go I seem to out. rarely do. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if maybe if we had some more patrons, we would do it more. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so do that if you can. If you can't, that's cool. I appreciate you all listening and coming and hearing our us ramble about the Bible. Yep. It's fun. Don't forget, stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all. Have you-